work hard at it in running the race that lies before us. And then the epistle says, while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. This is why we celebrate the icons in that first Sunday. Keep our eyes fixed on Jesus because he is the leader and perfecter of faith. This is the epistle to the Hebrews. It's read on the first Sunday. And my brothers and sisters, this is the key to keeping Lent. This is the key to the great fast. We must keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. In the Gospel of St. John, Jesus tells his disciples at the Last Supper, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. This is our hope. We must keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. So we say over and over again, glory to Jesus Christ. He is the Son of God, one in essence with the Father. As the epistle to the Hebrews tells us on the first Saturday, in these last days, God spoke to us through a Son, whom he made heir of all things, and through whom he created the universe. The reason we're here, the reason we're alive, the reason we are, he has created the universe. Jesus is the refulgence of God's glory, the very imprint of his being. And so we say glory to Jesus Christ, who is born of the Virgin Mary, who became a human being for our sake and for our salvation. Again, as the epistle of the Hebrews tells us, since we have such a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who similarly has been tested in every way yet without sin, because indeed our Lord took on our human nature, suffered our weakness, and suffered our death. So in this second Sunday, our eyes are again turned towards Jesus, because he is the creator of all, in his love for us, he is infinite, 
and eternal and in him we alone have a firm and unchanging hope for salvation and so the epistle for this Sunday tells us at the beginning O Lord you established the earth and the heavens are the works of your hands Jesus is our creator they will perish we all will die they will grow old like a garment you will roll them up like a cloak and like a garment they will be changed but you are the same and your years will have no end so it is in Jesus the eternal in whom we have the hope for life and so just as in the first week we are invited to remain faithful to Jesus by ridding ourselves of every burden and sin. So today in the epistle we are warned we must attend all the more to what we have heard so that we may not be carried away. For if the word that is announced through the prophets and angels proved firm and every transgression and disobedience received its just recompense. How shall we escape if we ignore, if we ignore so great a salvation? That's the challenge to us. This first part of the great fast of Lent is about sin and it's about the consequences of sin. In the first week we read the story of Adam and Eve which tells us what sin really is. God in his infinite mercy and love and compassion for us made a plan for us that we would be created in his image and likeness and that we would enjoy the gift of life and paradise in union with God. But Adam and Eve rebelled. The serpent came to Eve in the Garden of Eden. And the serpent said to Eve, God knows in the day that you eat from the tree in the middle of the garden, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God's knowing good and evil. And dear brothers and sisters, this was a lie. And in fact, it is the greatest lie that has been told in the history of the human race. Only in following our Lord Jesus Christ, only in keeping our eyes on our Lord Jesus Christ only in keeping his teaching as the Lord said if you love me you'll keep my commandments only this in this way do we find life and salvation that's what sin is sin is pride it means that we think we have a better life for salvation that we have a better way of happiness than God 
And the consequence of that is death. As St. Paul tells us, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we see this in today's gospel. Paralyzed man comes to Jesus. Like all of us, he had not always kept the law. He was weak, infirm, he was sick. He needed healing, not only of his body, but also of his soul. And to get him close to Jesus, they made a hole in the roof of the house where Jesus was staying. And they lowered him down. The goal was clear. The man was paralyzed. Jesus had a reputation as a great healer. And so they expected our Lord to heal the man. So what does Jesus say? What does Jesus say to this man? He gives him a greater blessing than he could possibly imagine. He said, sons, your sins are forgiven. My dear brothers and sisters, this is the goal of the great fast. This is the healing of Adam's fall. This is the greatest blessing. And we see in this gospel that Jesus then confirms this blessing by actually giving the man the healing of his body. We are not all paralyzed. We are not all lame. We can walk on our two feet mostly. But the gift that our Lord gives to this man, son, your sins are forgiven, is a gift that we all need. And it is the gift that our Lord gives today. It is the gift that our Lord gives in the great fast. It is this gift for which we hope, where we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, alone gives us life.